from KQED. You're listening to Queued Up. I'm Ryan Levy. Let's get this out of the way right at the top. No, I don't like Halloween. And yes, I do love candy corn. I am who I am. I make no apologies. But I get that some people really do dig Halloween and all the supernatural stuff that goes along with it. So as a compromise, I'm going to bring you a story about ghosts this week. But these ghosts are nice ghosts. They haunt an old California lighthouse not because their souls can't rest, but because the lighthouse is in such a gorgeous place on the California coast. But that didn't stop these ghosts from giving Sasha Coca the creeps. Did you hear that? Now she wants you to go home. That's supposedly the voice of another ghost. This one haunts one of the oldest and most remote lighthouses in all of California. It's called the Point Sur Light Station, and it's basically this cluster of buildings perched on a giant rock just north of Big Sur. The coastline here is spectacular, and it's mostly populated by sea lions. You can actually hear them faintly barking down on the rocks right below the lighthouse. The waters on this stretch of coastline are so treacherous that lots of shipwrecks have happened here, even after this lighthouse got built in 1889. So the rock that this lighthouse sits on is really isolated. It's surrounded by water on three sides. And the first lighthouse keepers who came to live here could only get their supplies by ship. It took four hours to get here by horseback from Monterey. But for the kids who grew up here, the lighthouse keepers and their wives, it was such a beautiful place. They fell in love with these breathtaking views. Julie Nunez is a ghost hunter, and she says a lot of those original residents have come back here in the afterlife because it's so stunningly beautiful. This is my Shangri-La. It's just utterly beautiful. It's and peaceful. There's something about this place that's so calming. So it makes sense that ghosts want to come back here or want to be here. Yes. Okay, so she's not just a ghost hunter. She's actually a volunteer docent here at the lighthouse. And she's the one who recorded that ghostly, now you want to go home. She's actually got a collection of these recordings. And she says you can often only hear the ghosts when you're playing the tape back. So go up to bed. So it's a little bit hard to hear, but Julie says that's the voice of a former resident named Catherine Ingersoll. She was a Danish immigrant, and she was married to a lighthouse keeper here. And she's apparently telling her daughter, who is nicknamed Pokey, to go up to bed. Julie says that was recorded inside the house where the lighthouse keeper's families used to live. She takes me inside that house, but first... She knocks and asks permission in case any of the spirits are still around. Hello, it's Julie. Hi, Ruth. Can we come in to visit? She's talking to this ghost named Ruth. Julie says that Ruth's spirit still hangs out in the kitchen of the house because she liked to cook. Is anybody else here with us for right now that we can't see? Pokey, are you here? Can you come say hi? I don't hear anything except the wind rattling the windows, but it is getting a little bit creepy. And it's hard to tell if this is just a hokey trick for Halloween 
because they have decorated the house with witches' hats and fake skeleton arms. Yeah. Okay. Wait, did something just Yeah, the, the, the hand the moved. The fingers on the fake skeleton hand, they actually twitch. Just slightly. Well, whoever did that, thank you. Can you make the skeleton hand move again? The skeleton hand stays still, but I do start hearing this weird buzz in my headphones as I'm recording. So Julie steps in to help. Could you stop trying to get energy from the equipment? It's affecting their reporting on all of you here at Point Sur. Would you mind stopping the static? On the count of three, one, two, three. But the ghosts don't listen. The buzz stays until we leave the building. You're probably saying at this point, okay, all of this is just a gimmick to try to get people to visit this lighthouse. Even some of the other docents I talked to do not believe Julie's ghost tales. But there is one docent, her name is Sheila Frazier, and they call her the level-headed Canadian. She says she used to be a skeptic until she had her own encounter. This was real. This was unbelievable. Sheila is the one who volunteers to clean the lighthouse keeper's house every Thursday. And one morning, she was putting away the vacuum when she says she heard something downstairs. So I sort of stepped back like this to see who it was. And there was nobody, but there was a woman. And she was right here on this top landing. And she was turn of the century, had her hair up. She's maybe in her late 30s, early 40s, long skirt. And the thing is, she was holding something, and I couldn't figure out what she was holding. She turned and looked up at me, and she was gone. And she she looked like a real person, flesh and bone. Yeah, absolutely. Even if you don't believe in ghosts, visiting this lighthouse is really eerie, even during the daytime. It's got lots of creaky doors. And the wind here is so strong, it can get up to 50 miles an hour. Julie says at one point, a lighthouse keeper's dog got blown off a cliff. It survived. Now the lighthouse is automated, and the last lighthouse keeper left here in 1974. So if you do come for a visit, you might be the only person here, besides one of the docents, and maybe the ghosts. I'm not totally convinced, but Julie is hoping we can talk to some of them using her ghost hunting equipment. So I got a couple different machines. This is called an ovulus. The ovulus is this black box and it has a dictionary of like 3,000 words. And supposedly each word has a different sound frequency that ghosts can use to talk to humans. And it has a kind of mechanical voice box. And the minute that we walk into what was the former blacksmith shop, the ghost dictionary starts squawking. Who's here with us right now? Walter. Hi, Walter. What the hell? At this point, I am thoroughly freaked out. They're doing a radio show and they like to interview you, Walter. Wouldn't you like to be on radio? Walter doesn't say anything else through the voice box on the machine, but it does start flashing a few words on the screen. It seems like Walter or the other ghosts know who I am because they're words like press, report, 
investigate, statement, think. I am a level-headed Californian myself, and I usually do not go for the supernatural or believe in ghosts. But I do have to say, as the sun starts to set, I am pretty relieved to be getting back to Highway 1. I am not sure I could handle walking through the spooky Point Sur lighthouse at night. Thanks to Sasha Coco for that story. Sasha hosts the California Report magazine, which you can have magically delivered to your ears every week for free by subscribing to it in your pod player of choice. And while you're there and feeling a little spooky, check out this week's episode of Bay Curious about a San Francisco ghost who was one of the city's leading citizens in the 19th century until the city's white folks learned that she was black. Bay Curious and California Report magazine. Subscribe right now. I'm Ryan Levy. Have a good week.